Hello and welcome to Paving Paradise, a podcast dedicated to the asphalt paving industry. I'm Justin Rodriguez and I'm joined with my co-host Scott Ramsey. Hi Today. everybody. <laughs> Today's episode is all about who we are and what we plan to do with this show and where we go from here. So let's get started. Um, Scott, uh, I'm going to interview and we'll, uh, we'll yeah. answer some of these questions and hopefully... Um, It'll be interesting for the viewers, and then they can understand our qualifications of who we are, where we came from, and um, what we're going to do with this podcast. So Why we're going to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How was your week, by the way? Good. Yeah. yeah. Sun's out, signing. Yeah, we're I know. Working. Yeah. Luckily, we're working. COVID's going out there. Uh, <laughs> That's a bad word now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. It is. So, um, let's, uh, let's start with these questions, because uh, the viewers are going to want to know who we are and where we came from. So, how long have you been in the asphalt paving business, Scott? Well, I've been run, I've been managing my, my company for 21 years, oh, wow. but uh, I've been in the asphalt industry. Obviously, I just didn't go from uh, nothing into owning my own company. So I worked for other companies for about 10 years prior to that. So 30, yeah, coming up on 30 years. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. a long time. Yeah, it's so, been a, it's been a long time. Yeah. You have a lot of yeah. experience yeah. doing this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, so, what got you into that? Uh, what got you into the paving business? Well, it's kind of a funny story, and uh, the reason I say that is because I, initially, I absolutely hated I hated the business, and the reason for it was is because I was a teen, young teenager, adolescent, and got into some trouble, just minor stuff. I was fighting with kids at the school at the bus stop, and my dad was working for PG&E at the time, which actually he still works for PG&E, but he's working at PG&E at the time. In Fresno, and he hears about me getting into trouble, roughhousing, and he comes back. I'm about 12 years old, 12 and a half, something to, something like that. You were a tough guy. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> not really. We were just screwing around. We were just messing around as boys. Boys will be boys, right? And uh, so he gets back on the weekend, and he comes in and says, Hey, Scott, I can't have you here with your sisters and your stepmom, and you are got to go, you're, you know, after school, weekends. I can't trust you to be here with your mom and, and, uh, and the girls. you got to go help your grandpa who happened to have a little seal coating and striping company. And I absolutely hated it. I mean, it was the worst thing ever. And uh, so, and you know, weekends, nights, after school, uh, going into high school, uh, same thing. I just absolutely hated it. And I think it was, uh, my grandfather paid me like four bucks an hour cash, you know, and it, <laughs> the money, you know, when you're that young, you don't really care about the money. The money's not you know, I, I would have rather been riding my bike and surfing and playing video games and shit than it's being good out to earn asshole. money when you're a little kid. Yeah, yeah. you don't have the, you don't, you don't see buy a Nintendo. No sense of value <laughs> to it. So, anyway, and then it got to a point where uh, uh, I saw a future for myself in it, and you know, my grandfather was always good about allowing me to try different things, and you know, he 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 put a sense in me where there's nothing you could do wrong that we can't fix. And I made a lot of mistakes. I mean, I screwed up so many jobs, but I always felt secure in that, you know, whatever I messed up, we could always go back and fix it, burn it, torch it, roll it, seal coat it, whatever. We could always fix it. Right. So, and then one thing led to the next and I just kind of stuck with it. And here we are 30 years later. Wow. Yeah. That's quite yeah. a journey. Yeah. That's a, long, that's a long time. So you have a lot more experience, I think, than I do because I did came into it a lot later, but we'll, we'll talk about me in a little bit. And then... I did want to ask you, what do you enjoy most about this business? I mean, you've been in it so long, so what, 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 what keeps you going? What do you like most about it? Well, the, the, thing that, the thing that got me started in the business is what I think gets most people started in their business, whether they're a plumber, electrician, they work for somebody, 
and they realize at some point in their life that they're actually pretty good at it. And I was, when I worked for other companies, I mean, I was really good. I mean, I knew the trade. I knew how to rake and roll and run a paver. I mean, I could just do all those things really well. And I said, well, why don't I do this for myself? And so in the beginning, the work part of it was really, really great. I mean, because that was a part of it that I knew. And the part of the business I didn't know, which is what has propelled me to where I am today, is the customer service side and the deal, the, re, the day-to-day dealings with customers and yeah, people. The relationships. The relationships, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so the work part of it, I've always loved. Uh, not always. I told you guys I, I didn't like it in the beginning. But the work part of it is what kept me going. And um, But as as I've matured and grown in the business, as the business has grown on it, on its own, I've, I now really enjoy the relationships and working with people and, and trying to solve problems and, uh, you, you know, drainage problems and, you know, people have old asphalt and they don't know what to do. Hey, can we stop a coat of seal on this thing? No, you can't. <laughs> or yes, you can in some instances. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I would say I enjoy most. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty much right there with you with that. And then... Um, so I, 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 I know you weren't a big fan of this question because it's, it's kind of sort of the same question, but I think it's, I don't know, I always compartmentalize this business because we do, we do offer so many different services because we're uh, maintenance contractors, basically. Yep. We do yep. new construction, we do maintenance, patching, all that stuff. So which service that you offer do you most enjoy? Because I know what, I, I don't know, certain ones that I know people, like they give that wow factor. Sure. That's a chip seal or a brand new seal coat with a new striping. Yep. So... What, what, which one do you like? What, what do you think? I would have overlay. Uh, yeah, I, I would have to say, uh, when it comes to paving, even the layman knows what a new paving project looks like. They drive all over California in our local cities here on the Central Coast, so people kind of know what to expect. Uh, seal coat. We're making things black. We're protecting the asphalt. People kind of know what to expect. But the thing I enjoy most you know, are chip seals. Yeah. The reason for it is because they're so darn transformative. I mean, they're so transformative. And when it's like, it's like taking a house that's painted and completely changing the color of it. it it's so dramatic. Or it's putting so, like a, a stucco house, putting siding on it or yeah, singles. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. And, and there, there have been, and, and this takes me back to like 2008, 2009, when people couldn't even afford to pave. Asphalt was so ungodly expensive. And we were doing a lot of maintenance projects, like you said. I mean, that's kind of what we do. And there were people that came to me and said, Scott, we, we just don't have the budget anymore. Our, our stocks are down, asphalt's through the roof. Um, what can we do to you know kick the can down the road and maintain this thing? And so there were projects that a lot of my competitors wouldn't even touch. They were like, if you're not willing to come in, pulverize, grade, compact, and pave, we're not interested in doing anything. And so I would go in with an alternative and say, hey, we can come in here. We can patch it, crack fill it, do a, do a double chip. If we really wanted that insurance policy, we could come in, do a double chip seal, fog seal it. Right. And I still have jobs to this day where my competitors wouldn't touch it, and they still look good to this yeah. day. And I mean, that really is, it's, and, 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 and it's economical <laughs> too. Yeah. I, mean, I, would say the, I would say the chip seal, and, and um, with the help of my guys, we're, we're, we get into like custom blends where we're taking different color rocks, blending them together, coming up with these weird names for them, and that's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, I like that's it. That's cool. That's unique. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that, that's a unique touch. So yeah, no, it, it, it's fun. It's fun. That's that's the part that I like. But now off off to you now. All right, let's let's run through the same questions. How long you been doing it? And 
Well, Give a rundown of you. Yeah, I graduated college, and then my dad had an asphalt paving business. So I can't, I did a few little odd jobs before I started working for him. And then um, I started working for him in like 2008, maybe, 2007, somewhere in there. And um, Probably a rough time to start working <laughs> for your dad. <laughs> yeah. That was a downturn in the economy. Yeah, oh God. So we... Um, yeah, but we survived and we kept doing it. And I remember riding around the car with my dad. I was like, hey, if we could survive doing, like, when, like, a terrible economy, you know, when the t- economy turns around, like, we should be okay. Absolutely. Like, yeah, oh, so you survive those times. Yeah. You're going to survive anything. Yeah, so that, and then, um, so I worked with him. I did a lot of estimating, and I learned how the whole process went. But uh, before that, when I was in college and I think even high school, I would go around. We'd, he would drive a seal coat truck, and I'd go in with my brother. And we'd go seal a little driveway here and there, and nice. on the weekend, like a weekend job, or you know, help it out. And it was just helping out the family business. And then uh, I learned that part about the business, you know, earlier on. But a lot of times, uh, I was in college, uh, away from it for a while. So when I came back, I really, um, you know, put my boots on and started measuring pavement and offering, um, you know, suggestions to customers and, mm-hmm. and doing estimating. So, um, and then from there, my dad retired and my brother and I, uh, set up, uh, our company and we went from there and we've been doing that for the last, uh, almost uh, three and a half years, I think we've nice. been going. So, nice. um, so yeah, my experience isn't 30 years deep, but I've been doing it for about 15 years at least mm-hmm. just being in the asphalt industry, just purely, that's my profession, sure. just working uh, selling asphalt jobs, uh, doing chip seals, seal coat, patching, paving new driveways for, um, you know, commercial, residential, universities, all kinds of stuff. So, uh, I've been in it for a while, but, uh, I, like you, I've made my share of mistakes and learned from them mm-hmm. and you, uh, you do learn. <laughs> well, the nice thing, the nice thing from you coming from working for a family business and also me working with a family business, there's certain things you get to do with a family business that you wouldn't ordinarily get to do and you learn at a really accelerated pace yeah i mean that's what that's what i've that's what i found in my life oh yeah you being in the trenches with your dad and your brother things that may have taken you you know 20 years to learn you learned them in yeah two months three months yeah 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 um so you 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 answer my second question what got you into it family business yeah uh what do you enjoy most um the freedom like I, i can't sit in a desk so I'm always out driving around. I'm I'm uh, going from one job to the other, meeting customers all over the place. Like, it's just uh, we're a small company, so I do almost all the estimating. I do um, all the phone calls. So I'm constantly talking to new people. So that's exciting, and I get to drive around a lot. So I get to see different places. Uh, I do enjoy that, and the other thing is the relationships that I've built with the customers over the years, because you get to know a lot of people, not intimately, but they rely on you. And that's kind of a good feeling when you do a good job for somebody and you show up and they call you back because, hey, we like that guy or that's that's our guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure you have that same thing oh, with yeah. your clients. Yeah. And, you know, these are the people that, you know, we rely on to to keep going forward. Right. Absolutely. Those are the referrals. Those are the jobs that you're proud to show, that you're most proud to show off Absolutely. Uh, for new customers. But uh, definitely the, my favorite part, besides the freedom of being just outdoors, um, is just the relationships that I've built over the years. I've met so many cool people. I've done so many interesting jobs for interesting people. 
So that, that's that's probably that's my favorite part. But and when it, you but when you say if you're doing your job properly, if if you're doing your job properly as let's just use it not as not as you and I as owners, but let's just say you and I as sales guys, if we're doing our jobs properly, wouldn't that relate into our customers? Really, you said not intimately, but that's true, not intimately, but you know, a sense of friendship. Yeah, would you yeah. agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. And then I've made a lot of good friends that. You know, people that you wind up inviting over for barbecues. Exactly. And you just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's true. Yes. So you go yes. out. You go out with yeah. your family. You see somebody at dinner. And yeah. I mean, that that's probably one of the greatest things that I have encountered. Is you know, you go to dinner expecting to have. I mean, I've got a wife and a daughter, and we expect to go to dinner. Just the three of us. We walk in, and there's customers there. Hey, Scott, you got to join our table, and then it you know <laughs> turns into a wild night. You yeah. know, that's pretty that's fun. Cool. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not. I mean, that is yeah. Uh, moving right along. What part of the different facets of what we do, you know, yeah. like you said, yeah. overlay, asphalt, chip seal, that was dig kind out, of my question, but I do. What, like, what do you, what do you say, enjoy most? Chip seal is really cool. Like, I was going to say chip seal because... You can't steal my answer. You can't steal it. You can't steal it. But I do. Chip seals are fun because um, they're limited in scope, I think. You can't do it everywhere as a decorative because if they have a really steep incline... Correct. I don't recommend that because it just kind of all washes down. The or, or you see kids playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want that. Like, it's, yeah. it's a decorative hamburger, thing. Hamburger meat knees, yeah. But um, I don't, I, to be, I, it's not chip seal. I like, I don't know why. I always like seal coating because it's so easy. I don't have to redesign anything. It's, it's, I don't have to worry about pitch and elevation. But That's we're true. going in there and we're maintaining a lot. And then it looks instantaneously like night and day. It looks new. You stripe the lines, and it's it's just prolonging the surface of the asphalt. Yep. And it's 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 a job that you do. You can be proud of when you like you finish. It's a lot of hard work. People don't understand sure. how much work goes into the blowing, the cleaning, oh, yeah. filling Absolutely. the cracks. It, it's a lot of hard work, but it's an instant. Um, it is an instant uh, gratification. It's an it's an instant transformation yeah. as well. Yeah, because yeah. it, it looks good. So uh, I like when we do a big parking lot and there's new lines. And then you've seen those drone pictures they have in the magazines, like, you know, oh, you yeah. see brand new stripes on a black. No, paper. nothing looks better. People yeah. like the black. They yeah. like the black look. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It looks clean. Well, and, and there's I, no and more I, dust and allergens kicking in the air. And well, and sun. I know this is, we're going to talk about this in future episodes, but you, you talk about seal coating and I would say up until recently, that was probably the worst thing I hated was seal coats. Well, because the we re- and we'll, we'll, before, well, yeah. well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it later on, on future episodes about seal coating. But there's nothing worse than spending your whole weekend doing doing bank parking lots or whatever. You spend all weekend long doing a bank parking lot or doing a shopping center all week long doing a shopping center. The first damn car that drives in there, you know, Granny pulls in and doesn't really know how to navigate. Spins yeah. her wheel, and you've got scuff marks all. <laughs> And the customer is calling you. The guys didn't clean it right, or something's not right with the material. Yeah. And it, I mean, that was that that was that yeah. would that would drive me to drinking. But yeah. we'll talk about it future episodes. They the seal coat manufacturers have kind of got that under control, polymers and stuff. But you know, that was probably one of my least favorites. Right. And then um, I don't know. We're, uh, what do we what do we plan to do with this episode? So like, let's move on. I mean, that's who we are. Um, we've yeah. been doing this for a long time. We're both licensed asphalt contractors in the state of California. But um, what um we you know i called you about trying to do a podcast not that long ago right. and i thought this would be kind of a we talk on the phone fairly regularly and um i figured this would be a good thing to we talk about it anyway so yeah. it's just no that's true know, that's it, true it answers questions for people i know a lot of people have um questions about this our tablecloth is falling off sorry sorry <laughs> sorry sorry the world yeah <laughs> so um i don't know what what 
why did you decide to join me on a podcast? I, I well, I mean, we talked, we, t- we, we talked, and I kind of hit on this a little bit as far as what I, what I wanted to say about that. But, you know, let's give the viewers, you know, give our audience a little background. So, like Justin said, we talk often, and, you know, he, he, Justin and I have, in our friendship, our relationship, um, you know, we kind of call each other, crying on each other's, uh, each other's <laughs> shoulders. And, you know, I worked for so-and-so today and they were so mean to me and my guys. And, you know, and there's a, you know, so, you know, or who are, who are the guys in town from, you know, Wyoming, seal coating all over the world. The yeah. gy- we call them the gypsies. And, uh, and so, you know, several months back, Justin's been talking about, you know, he, we, we always talk about, or Justin has mentioned how cool it would be to have our own show. You know, it, it would be, uh, you know, have the cat, you know, it'd be a reality TV show, the paving and between Justin's guys and my guys and the, 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 the stupid things that go on. <laughs> and, you know, we've actually been talking about that for a while. And then, um, and then Justin called me a few weeks back about doing a podcast. And, and honestly, you know, my wife and daughter know this about me. When you say podcast, I mean, what, what is that? I don't do podcasts. I don't know podcasts. I don't watch podcasts. And so, uh, the, my first, after I hung up the phone with, with you, Justin, my first call was to Shane Springer with Shane Springer's in the background. He's the one that set all this up, which we'll give a shout out to Josh Shelley too, who helped me paint the back wall prep in here. Thank you guys, by the way. Um, so my first call was to Shane. So Shane, what do you think about this podcast deal? I mean, it's, you know, kind of a bizarro deal. Justin Rodriguez is, uh, thinking it might be a good thing. And, uh, you know, Shane got excited about it right away. You know, he was like, you know, because obviously this is this is Shane's world. The I, I've never seen anyone do one for just kind of like in this format. And I do a lot of driving, like I mentioned, what I do every day. Oh, God, you yeah. and I both yeah, oh, were yeah. driving all over the place. Um, but no one's done a, a paving podcast. And I thought maybe it'd be a good idea because I'm always looking out for the next new piece of equipment or... Hey, what could I have done better on a job, or what what materials are out there that are people are using? It's a lot of that information is kind of hard to find. It's not yeah. like it's not like you just go out and start paving. I mean, there's a lot to this. Oh, business. there's a lot to it. But and there's we're always learning too. Mm-hmm. Right? There's always new products. There's new ways to do things. Um, and then within those new things, there's do's and don'ts with them. Yeah. And well, and the thing I well so. well and the thing and and I think and that's that's why that's you know because I'm very conscientious with my time you know I've got a family I've got a young daughter and if I didn't in that to elaborate a little bit on what you what you're talking about Justin is I would have never agreed to do something like this if I didn't feel like there was a need for it you know if we can within the asphalt business the thing that really is hard for, for asphalt contractors and that's why you see a lot of them kind of burn and turn is we're so heavily material leveraged our material is ungodly expensive. Yes. Our equipment is ungodly expensive. Yes. And our labor is ungodly expensive. Being a contractor here in California, workers' comp, payroll taxes, finding skilled guys. You can't just go out and find a guy 12 bucks an hour off the street and say, you know, our, our guys here in California, to find good guys, you're making 20, 25, 30, 35 bucks an hour. And for a paving contractor, you need a lot of guys too, because there's a lot of guys to. You gotta have a big crew, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, in the thing that I've noticed with with guys that I've noticed that have come and gone over the years, you know, they'll land a hundred thousand dollar paving job for the first time in their life. They see a check for a hundred thousand, but not realizing, well, 
87,000 of that has to go to our material supplier. Yep. Maybe not quite that bad, yeah, yeah. but but materials, a huge amount. Fuel costs, the insurance, the labor, yeah. that all has to go yeah. into it. And then out of that is there's only, you know, you only It's a very very small you're, amount. You're going to hope yeah. to get, yeah. you know, a percentage of it and you got to keep it. So, right. So that was People don't understand how expensive it is to oh, do this. Oh, it's it's yeah, well, and we've already talked about our upcoming episodes and that's going to be one of our next episodes is the cost of paving a parking lot, seal coating. Yeah. What goes into it? Justin already touched on it a little bit, but uh, but yeah, I mean that was my thought. The reason you know after I talked to Shane and wrapped my head around it, and I thought, well, you know what? If this helps, you know, one out of a hundred thousand contractors, if if we spark an interest, if we can help a guy like me that was really really good at the work and get his head wrapped around the business part of it and help him be a better business owner, yeah. uh, a better salesperson, a better, be a better service provider, then I'm all in. That's, and, I, and you know what, that's why I wanted to do a show with someone like you because that's a different perspective. You know, I was th when I thought about it at first, it, I was thinking it'd be good just to educate, not prospective clients, but people out there, like people, I get called, what is a chip seal? All the time. Nobody knows what, that's like, not really common language and, you know, everyday life. So uh, I was thinking just fundamentals, just basic episodes, which um, I know I'm sure we'll we'll do. But um, you know, what goes into a chip seal? What goes into a new paving project? What goes into an overlay? What goes into a seal coat project? You know, mm -hmm. what's crack filling? All that stuff. So all of those things have um, you know questions and answers that um, people that are property managers. Um, new contractors that are getting into a business or sure. contractors that might want to expand into paving or something, yeah. they might want to know those things. So there's a lot of good information on the internet, but it's not all categorized into one spot. So I thought that'd be a, yeah. a good resource, just having a show like this for the industry. Sure. It would be a good, absolutely. A good, um, it's a good resource. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. And, like, and like you said, I mean, out of the, the hundreds of people that we literally, we live in a, you know, Jess and I live in a small community and Justin services about the same size area that we service, and within a the week, exact same area. Well, the exact <laughs> same area. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, uh, geogra geographically, the people that we meet—I mean, we're meeting hundreds of people a month. Yep. And you know, if somebody has a, a specific question, you know, we say, "Hey, go to our podcast. Look at you know, watch our thirty-minute." podcast episode three yeah we talked all about chip seal yes i mean yeah yeah you're 100 that could be super informative and it just makes us but, look a little bit more like an authority yeah you know, and, we're not any smarter i mean <laughs> actually yeah I, i'm not the smartest guy in the world you went to college at least yeah <laughs> but uh yeah yeah I mean, but it, um that, that's that's but you're i think your insight into like the business aspect of the paving industry i think that's a really that's that's a totally valid um thing to talk about on the show. That's going to be a really good thing for contractors, not just out here in California, but I'm, I'm hoping across the United States in general. Like yeah. they, they're going to have, I, I was listening to, um, I think it was like the Dave Ramsey podcast and the guy called in all panicked and he was a paving contractor mm -hmm. from Florida or something. And sure. he was, he was, uh, and I watched it on YouTube and he, um, the guy, I, it was like that thing. You, I guess they gets in over their head. They start buying way too much equipment oh, yeah. and they say, Oh, I got all these dollar amounts coming in. And it's like not thinking, Hey, you gotta pay your guys, your equipment, uh, yeah. the, the, your all, well, they, all, you the guy just simply didn't he just, overhead. He just didn't up his overhead. Yeah, and yeah. so and he was like he was scared because he had like repo people coming after him. Oh, and yeah. it was like wow, that was a that was it was like a kind of a sobering phone call. Right, it was like that, and 
he was in that business. I'm, I've heard that a thousand times reading it in the mag the trade magazines that we get and just different things I've seen out on YouTube and, right. and just people that I've talked to. Well, and I but, think I said early on, I think the fundamentals, the fundamentals of business and the fundamentals, you know, the, the laws of nature that we all have to, that we have to conform to, it doesn't matter whether you're a paving contractor, an attorney, a doctor, a, a, a plumber, an electrician. I'm hoping that the fundamentals, are, I mean, there will be specific topics we talk about. I mean, an electrician doesn't care about a Leeboy paving machine yeah. or a Weiler paver. But but I but I'm hoping that the fundamentals are. That's a good thing. When you said Leeboy, it triggered me. Another, another thing we want to do in this episode is have uh, on these shows is have uh, guests come in and sit with us. Absolutely, like yeah. uh, the Leeboy rep and um, I know asphalt material supply, supplier. material suppliers, yeah. um, and run the gamut. Like and have uh, interesting guests that we could talk to sure. and help guide episodes. You know, when we do the Crackville episode, maybe we could have someone come in from Craftco or uh, Carl right. from AC right. Coat. You know, so well. I mean, it's and it's promising to me. This whole thing is just wild, wildly the way that it's taken shape and everything. And 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 Sean's, Sean, Shane has posted some stuff, and we've already got, we haven't even done one episode. Well, we're filming our first episode, and we've already we already have people hitting us up to be on the podcast before we even release it to the world. Thank you guys. Appreciate yeah, that. thank you guys. Thanks yeah, I mean, it's us. it's wild. I mean, yeah, it's on Instagram, it's, I think. Insta, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know. Anyway, anyway I like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not the biggest internet yeah. guy myself. Everyone's always like, "You're not on this. You're not on that." It's like, ah, I don't know. I, yeah. I'm just too busy. I've got working. guys. I got guys for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like too busy working. I like I'm right. focused on like you know quality controlling a paving job. That's right. But uh, kind of running up on the time here. So that being said, um, I kind of wanted to close out this episode, hopefully as a hook for future episodes and. Um, we would like to answer viewer emails. So we're going to get an email set up and uh, we'd like anyone listeners or uh, anyone who watches this uh, to send us questions and we'll be glad to answer them. 100%. And, yeah, that's um, what we're here business for. Business questions, anything about chip seal or seal coat paving, we'll be glad to answer those questions. And... Um, well, the question, I think the next question would be, where, who cut your beautiful beard there? Wouldn't <laughs> I, I, the viewers want to know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We want to get into my grooming, yeah. but um, <laughs> but um, the uh, I do have a question that I wanted to ask the paving world, and hopefully they can answer this because I was reading a National Geographic article about Mount Everest. Um, I don't know, it was about a year ago, two years ago, and they showed um, they talked about it very vaguely, but they showed the little town, and um, let me see, what's the name of that town? It, I know we were just looking yeah, it up last week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to look it up right now and find out the name of that town. Because, actually, I have it here. Never mind. I do have it. A little town. Well, what Justin's getting, while well, he's looking at that. So, Justin's challenge is, we want to figure out, we want to reach out to you paving guys, or, or, or anybody, anybody really, that has ideas of how this little tiny town... With really relatively well, there's no, there's no, no, no way in, there's no, no way out. Yeah, so they're just how in the world did they, 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 did they get did they get so, this runway paved? Yeah, it's it's one of the most precarious airports, I guess, to land and fly in out of. It's uh, the town is called Lukla, and it's in Nepal, up in the Himalayas. And in 2009, they did a, um, I guess they re, um, they did like a reconfiguration of the airport. They mm -hmm. built it out basically, they modernized it, and they actually paved the runway with asphalt. And that's as far as I believe. And I can't find out how they did it. Like, how did they get the equipment up there? Because asphalt requires, as you know, 
uh, emulsion or uh, PG sixty four ten tar oil. Well, you gotta have the hot yeah. plant, and then you gotta have where it, in the world be, is where, the, where the, in the hell is the hot plant? Yeah, and where's the aggregate coming from? And then not only that, where do they get the paving machine? Where do you get the how do you get the equipment? Roller? Where how do, you do you get, get a dump truck? How, so I don't know. I don't know anything about this town. So if anyone out there in the internet world can answer this, or the paving world specifically, if anyone out there was on this project or knows about how this was done, I would love to learn because I think that's almost just as interesting as Mount Everest itself. Is like what? Uh, uh, how do they do this? Yeah, it's really cool. amazing. And yeah, there's a town great. up there, and it's, it's a it's a pretty good sized town with like yeah. two story buildings, and and they have airplanes and helicopters landing in there, but. I don't know how how they get the asphalt up there because I have a hard time finding places to get asphalt here, here and yeah, we're in California that's right. sometimes. That's right. <laughs> so, so, so that, well, that's, the funny the, the funny thing you guys will see when you're looking into this runway, and Justin showed me videos of it. So they it's the sh the runway is too short. So the way they the way they overcompensated was, as you land you land and you are running uphill to slow you down. <laughs> When you take off, you're rolling downhill to get your speed up because if you weren't going downhill, you wouldn't have enough speed to get lift. It's a, it is precarious. They just drop I mean, off the edge oh, and then you oh. see the plane kind of come out. And oh, it's like, it is wow. freaky. Yeah. yeah. So, well, and I told I told Justin that anybody that comes back with any kind of good response, fifty dollar Amazon card on us, and uh, just email us, you know, your responses, and then yeah. and then whoever we whoever we deem is having the best response or the most viable. Yeah. We'll we have get, to verify we'll, it. Or if someone we'll get, we'll, you know, we'll, <laughs> yeah, I need to find we'll get out you guys, We'll get you guys an Amazon card. Yeah. And then we're going to have the email uh, posted on the website and um, probably put it up on the Instagram. Well, it'll so probably be scrolling can, over here at some yeah. point, right? <laughs> I see. I watched my daughter doing it and they're pointing. Yeah. Yeah. Hit us up. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's down yeah. here. Anyway, we'll have an email for you guys. But, um, with that, uh, thank you for joining us for our first episode, and we'll have, uh, we're probably, the next topic, because we're in the middle of the COVID, um, what do you call it, pandemic, Shel I guess, sheltering we're in sheltering in place yeah. for the most part. Are we six feet apart, actually? Yeah. Oh, oh, OMG. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, now you got us in trouble. I know. Um, but we're going to talk about, people keep asking us, Prices of oil is down really low, and people keep asking us over and over again, hey, let's pave our roadway now because asphalt should be super cheap because gasoline is basically free right now. Uh, the barrel of oil is The barrel of oil is free. It's yeah, really yeah, cheap, yeah, yeah. but, but uh, there's, there's more to it than that. So asphalt costs a lot more because of a variety of factors, but we would like to kind of... That'll be our next topic. Yeah, it's going to yeah, be our... That'll be our next topic. Put that, not to rest, but we'd like to... Um, shed some light. Yeah, shed some light on that. Yeah. Because that is a very... It's a it's a current event, and we'd like to talk about that yeah. in the next Well, episode. and the one thing, and this this could be up for, up for discussion, but the other thing, because I don't think we'll be talking too long about that, but I think permeable asphalt and concrete is probably another good topic. Yeah. We get a lot of calls about permeable. We live in California and other parts of the country. They may or may not even know what permeable asphalt or con con concrete is. Here in California, everyone's green, trying to do the right thing, but it's not always the right thing. So. Yeah, and then along with that, we're going to talk about um, just base the industry in general, and we're going to talk about all the basics for those property managers out there, people who have properties and asphalt. They want to know the equipment. What what is a chip seal? What where can work? Where, where does it go? How can we apply it? Uh, when do I need to seal coat uh, paving? Can we overlay our driveway? Does it time to rip it out completely? What options you have so those are the kinds of things we're going to talk about so we'll go to the, each of those topics in depth and far more beyond that because i mean we have so many different things we could talk about oh it's endless this, yeah it's it endless it yeah. really is so with that we appreciate it guys thanks for joining us and we'll see you down the road thank you guys thank you